Welcome to Being Confident From Within with Natalie Potts, the podcast that shares what it really takes to be confident. I'm passionate about helping people grow businesses with confidence. Does it seem like everyone around you is naturally confident and sure of themselves? Well, the chances are they have self-doubts just like you. I'm in conversations with inspiring individuals to share what confidence means to them and to help you find ways to believe in yourself and create confidence at any time. Jack, thank you so much for joining me today. It's going to be a great conversation, I know, because I'm loving your energy so far, which is great. Let's kick off with sharing all about yourself and and anything you want to share with us. I'm not going to ask a question, just share about yourself. Sure. Well, thank you for having me, first of all. Uh, It's nice to be here. Uh, So, yeah, my name is Jack Ravel. I am uh, a bit of a a jack of all trades and and, and hopefully a master of all of them. But, uh, yeah, I'm a life coach. I've been doing this for about five years. Um, Started in the space purely because I had some coaching myself and was like, this is awesome. Didn't realize there was such a a world of self-development that you could kind of get stuck into uh, and kind of just followed, followed a bit of a passion and and ended up doing it myself for for, for other people, which is great. Um, I've also been modeling for 16, 17 years almost. uh, And that's kept me in some interesting jobs and some interesting places all over the world to allow me to travel and and do some, do some really cool things. Uh, And then I also work in the fitness space. I teach, teach spin uh, a couple of times a week and do some other fitness classes as well. So, so that's, me um suppose an interesting thing about me that i've done recently i've just completed my third iron man which is like a big uh big tick box in the sort of both the mental headspace as well as also the physical space because i was like i just wanted to push myself outside my comfort zone uh yeah but i finally did it after three years worth of delays and postponements because of covid etc so got it done got the medal got the photos like i just and it's it's one of those weird feelings of being like I've now done that. It's like push, push that to one side. Cool. I've, I could, my, my foundations have been grown as a result. And so, uh, yeah, I'm kind of still re- reeling off the back of that one, which is really exciting. That's yeah, I did see actually, it's amazing. I know somebody, cause I love my fitness too. And I know somebody that did the Ironman and I was hearing about it and I was like, whoa, I was like, tough matter was enough for me. <laughs> I couldn't see any more challenges. That's phenomenal. I guess we'll come on to the point about out of your comfort zone. Cause I think it's really interesting to, to why you need to do that in fitness as well. But starting off with what does confidence mean to Jack? It's a good question. Confidence is, is I, I love this quote and I can't remember who, who I, who I heard it from, but confidence is not the requirement it's the result yeah right now what what that means is that people think you need to be confident in order to be able to do things but it's it's actually not you gain confidence from doing the things that you want to do so it's almost like you need to have the courage to do it and then the confidence comes as a result so i feel like confidence for me is 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 like a muscle that you build it's a it's a it's a part of your uh, personality it's a part of your attributes that allows you to be able to not think so much about what could happen and just do it instead it's kind of that 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 toy up between the sort of scarcity and abundance mindset that you get where where people will get nervous or excited the same feeling you get in that stomach when you're going up on stage to talk in front of 100 people that mm. butterfly you get in your stomach could actually be oh, I'm really nervous here, or I'm excited to do so. And the difference between that is, is, in my opinion, is the confidence that you get from, you know, just doing it over and over again, practicing, being in the situations where you can see yourself, uh, you know, coming out of the other side and now being outside your comfort zone. Um, but confidence to me is a really important skill. And I think that it, it, it has so much weight in it. Uh, and you are able to, I think, put yourself in more positions to, grow as a human with the more confidence you have in in multiple places in life. Mm. 
it's interesting the part about the, the question I tend to ask as well then is in what areas do you want to build more confidence I guess I'm going to build on that of yourself though is can you relate that to where you've spoken a couple of times there about being out of your comfort zone and that feeling whether it's going on stage going into Ironman and you know that that in between is confidence are they relatable yeah I think so I I know to, to answer the first question, I suppose, in terms of where where would I want to build more confidence in my life? It's where I feel like imposter syndrome creeping in. Right. So in, not, in a lot of respects, I'll try anything. And I think that I have the mm -hmm. confidence to try anything. But there's also a part of me that does have that imposter syndrome kind of kick in or creep in. So yeah. put me in a room of people. I will talk to anyone happily about anything. But depending on the type of people you put me with, I may feel more out of my comfort zone than I do with others. Like put me in a, in a, in a room full of gym people, I, I feel fine. Yeah. Put me in a bunch of, uh, in, in a corporate environment with some guys in some suits, I may not feel as confident, right? But, but I'll, I'll still, I'll, I'll sort of still work that muscle of confidence to try and make myself feel more comfortable, you know? So it, it's it's how the relationship between putting yourself outside your comfort zone and, and, and having the confidence to do so is... I think that the more you put yourself outside your comfort zone, the more you build that confidence muscle, you know, and I think that the more you do that, the more you realize what you're capable of as a, as a person uh, and, and what your skills and attributes actually, you know, can develop you as a, as a person. Yeah. Yeah. And then like that part then of having to areas where you kind of get that tummy feeling that out of your comfort zone, what is it that if, if people want to do that, they get out of their comfort zone, but they don't feel the confidence. What is it they can do to feel more confident in that scenario? Yeah, it's a great question. I think, well, first of all, you've got to ask yourself why you're doing it, right? So if you're thinking, if, so let's take the standing up on stage uh, example. Yeah. You've got to ask yourself, what am I doing this for? Like, am I doing this to further my career? Am I doing this to literally just put myself outside my comfort zone? Is it because I'm wanting to test you know, whether I can or can't do something, asking yourself and knowing why you're doing it is really important because then that takes away any sort of self-doubt that you may not be doing it for the right reasons. If you have a reason to do something, then there's, there's always, you know, you've got to put yourself through it to, you know, to see it through. Um, but in terms of like the practical side of things, I think there's a lot to be said for preparation. So if you're doing a, a speech or if you're doing a standing up on stage it's knowing your lines it's it's rehearsing something it's feeling the best in the whatever you're wearing it's maybe going up on that stage before anyone arrives to get familiar with the podium and the lights and where everything is you know it's that preparation uh, kind of piece there and um, the second thing is is asking for advice one of the things i struggled with mostly when i started coaching for example was not thinking that i was actually good enough to do it right which i'm sure you know, anyone listening to this and, and uh, you know, other coaches would agree that one of the biggest challenges clients find is they don't think they're good enough to do what they want to do. And we, we feel it as well as coaches, right? But the yeah. thing that helped me the most was going to other people who were three, four, five years ahead of me and going, I want to, I want to do this. And you look like you've done it. Can you help me with some advice on how to get over it? And, and most of the advice is just get it done, do it, try it, you know, fail fast, that kind of stuff, because you then know that you're not the only one that's going to feel that way. Someone else has been in that position before, and it's not unnatural for you to feel scared, nervous, excited in a position of, of almost, uh, you know, not knowing what, what's going to happen next. And the more you put yourself in those positions, the, the better you feel about them, the less, the less, uh, I suppose, less room for error there, there, there is because you know you've, you've got that confidence within to go well everyone else has felt this and everyone else has gone through it so 
what's the worst that can happen? And, and as you know, and, and I think, you know, a lot of people are tending to find out these days, there's no such thing as failure, right? There's only feedback. You, yeah. you will only learn from what you do, not from what you don't do. So I've always been a big advocate for when I help clients, for example, I'll say to them, you know what, just do it. And what happens will happen. And if it goes wrong, we can discuss it. If it goes right, we can celebrate it. Full, like, full stop, just crack on. Like what's stopping you from actually doing it? And it's normally their own, their own selves or whatever it might be. Um, so yeah, I think that the, on the practical side of things, it's, it's, it's again, it's like, you know, a lot of people also suffer from perfectionism or, or uh, paralysis by analysis as, as I think yeah. uh, as it goes, which is, you know, there's done is better than perfect right perfect is, is such a frustrating word because it doesn't really mean anything it's 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 sort of almost like a paradox because you yeah. can't make things perfect what is no. perfect it's, it's a it's a what's the word it's a it's a it's a subjective word so yeah, yeah. what but, but you can categorically say something is done right that's a finite you know there's a there's a measure to that right so if, if I was to say to you, I'm going to get this speech done in front of 100 people, I know that it's done when the speech is finished at the end of the 20 minutes I've got on stage. But how do I know if it's perfect or not? It could be perfect to me, but it might not be perfect to the you know, 100 people watching. So there's, there's that, yeah, there's, that, there's a, a subjectiveness to it. So I always say to people, just do it and see how you feel. And if you hate it and it didn't go very well at all, then we can reassess and work out how to maybe do it again better next time. But at least you know what you didn't know before the second time yeah there's loads of in that <laughs> sorry well, i get i get a bit waffly so uh, do, do, no do no it's not waffly it's <laughs> and it's great to hear the same things i've been taking notes it's great hearing the same things coming through from different people which like i said it's just giving me this real clarity i feel like at the end of this month i'll be able to go confidence is this 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 yeah yeah I love the part about the prep as well and and that related recently because I'm actually going to be working in schools from September onwards helping doing workshops around uh, kind of marginal gains and, and kids science of learning and everything and and I had to do a bit of prep recently and then um, do it the, uh, the CEO and get signed off and stuff and I was nervous really and I don't get really nervous I'm like yeah I'll go the flow drama was always just impro go out there do it and I was really nervous and I had to take a step back. I was like, why am I so nervous about this? And one, I wanted to do well, but two, I was just like, I don't know it well enough. I was like, I, I haven't prepped enough. I haven't, I'm, I've not got the knowledge of what I look at as a script in a way that I feel I need to have it to feel able to go and do it right now. And then I was like, so I've got to get over the fact that, yes, it can be boring learning things, but when you're, when it's, you know, it inside out and stuff, it's a completely different ball game. I've just got to do sometimes the horrible part. We don't face into enough of, you got to do the bits that are boring and mm. get on with it and, and get better at mastering that craft and things until it becomes natural. So yeah, that really resonated there. And then the point around, you know, asking for advice, somebody shares day who I mentored about, he doesn't feel good enough and and it is one of those the, it's a limiting belief and there is a bit like sometimes the coach I sit and say I don't know what to say but like you said just do it just go mm. for it. because like you exactly like you say I put bits out and grammar's wrong and stuff like that and if people challenge me I'm like yeah but you're not doing what you need to do you're you're actually procrastinating over things just go and do it yeah so, but thanks for the feedback <laughs> <laughs> um but you're absolutely right with all of that um who has this may be a question that you, you not necessarily think of someone straight away, but if there is someone out there you think has like confidence of how you would like to have it or would have liked to have been confident when you were younger, who would that person be? What were their qualities as such with that? That's a good question. Um, I think 
I think for me, confidence in like, like I suppose aspiring to be like someone who is confident is is one word for me. It's like effortless. I have friends who I admire for the effortless the effortlessness of their way they hold themselves, they talk to people, they um, you know they dress themselves, that sort of thing. And then I've got people that I follow on Instagram who are you know gurus or whatever in their own right, whether they're writers or authors or, or they're other coaches or fitness people, whatever. But I, I think that there is this 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 fine line between doing doing what you they do what they do really well but in a way that doesn't feel like they're doing it like they're, they're putting in yeah. almost zero effort they're just they're just they're just good at it it's that flow kind of feeling and I suppose like if I look at it from a point of view of the things that I do in my life that I don't realize that I'm doing at fl- like in a flowing state and only when someone points it out to me later that it, it was like so like whenever I do uh, a modeling gig for example yeah, um yeah. You know, I'll be on set for 12 hours on my feet, you know, having thousands of photos taken in various different outfits in various different places and positions. And my, my brain is now programmed to know exactly what position to look good in and, and how to make the clothes look good or, or, you know, all the stuff that goes on with production, like with lighting and cameras and all the technical jargon. It's just second nature. So a shoot for me is quite flowy and it just gets and I speak to people about it all the time and they're like, like, but how like but it, it must be so nerve-wracking you must be like constantly working out where what to do and how to do it and I'm like it, it just comes it's just like a confidence thing you know I yeah. even um another example is my my spinning right when I first started spinning I'd never taught a class before you know I, I did a training academy but it wasn't like I was a spin instructor before and I've just started doing it again and I, I like cycling but it's different when you're up on the bike and you're teaching as well as cycling and I remember the first class I ever did I was so nervous because I just didn't know whether I was doing it right or wrong or whatever, but what you do after, after a period of time is you realize that people come to your class to enjoy you enjoying the class almost, you know, as long as you're still teaching them something and, and, you know, taking them through a good sweat, basically, they love it when you, you know, have a little bit of chat in between and be like, oh, this song, love that. When I, you know, I actually heard this when I was at a, a party in 2016 and it like, went off and there was like some fireworks outside. I remember it because the drop was this and, it's, and they get excited through your excitement. And that I think is, is, is confidence. It's almost like this effortless of I'm just going to ride and I'm going to teach you what, I'm, what, I've, what, I've, what I've written today and, uh, and, and, and just enjoy it for what it is, you know. Um, but in terms of like authors that I like, I, I really enjoy people like uh, Malcolm Gladwell and um, um, James Clear and like all those sorts of books. I, I enjoy how confident they are in what they believe is the way to do things. You know, mm-hmm. um, another one is Seth, uh, Seth Godin. He, he's written so many books where, you know, other people have contradicted his ideas. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care. He's just like, well, these are my ideas. It's an opinion. It's, it's just like, well, I do it this way. You do it that way. There's no, there's no right or wrong here. And I think that's like, it takes a, a lot of confidence, a lot of self-belief to be able to do that. Um, yeah. and, and basically hang your hat on, on the, on the stand that, uh, that, that, of where you stand, you know, like not like completely like flitting between the two. I think when people start to go back or contradict themselves on things they said once, just because it's now not cool or not the right way to do things. I just think, mm just stick to what you know or stick to what like you, you said you did before um, because that in itself shows confidence in that you know what you're talking about. Yeah. I think it's a beautiful way of putting it, that the confidence is effortlessness and, and also it's the energy state, isn't it? And that's what attracts people. We've, I'm huge on energy of people um, and being aligned to that. How I'm interested to know how being a model has, what the journey has been through with confidence around kind of the amount of rejection you must get. And I know it's something that Adam, our, the coach we have between us uh 
Adam Hill, who's amazing. Um, but he he said about this of yourself that imagine that like all the time being told no, just for basically how you look, which mm. is reality, isn't it? Yeah. It is. How, how have you found that over time? Um, and how that's knocked your confidence, if I were to make an assumption. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's it's a really it's a really interesting question because um, paradoxically, it, it, being in the space, obviously, most people from the outside looking in are like, oh my god, it's a really cutthroat industry, and it is really yeah. cutthroat, but not in a way that makes you feel uh, any less um, kind of how do I say this um, adequate to do it. So, for example, like in any one week, I may get ten auditions, for example, of which. I now like because of COVID, we do uh, we send in videos and casting calls and stuff like that. I may not hear back from any of them. I send them out, don't even get a yes or a no. It's just you just don't hear, right? So yeah. the ones you do get, you hear a yes from. Or when you used to go to like castings in person, you know, I, I've over the years been to a few where they'll rock up and I, they won't even look at my book. They're just like, oh, no, you're not right, sorry. And it's because it's been a what they call like an open casting or a casting call where it's they'll just message everyone that's available and go along. And it might just because I've got the wrong color hair, or I'm not tall enough, or, not, or I'm not, I'm, I'm, or I'm, I'm not uh, short enough, or I'm not um, like I haven't got the right waist size, or, or whatever it is. But at the end of the day, the industry is not about you; it's about the product that you're marketing. So it's 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 not it's not an you know, there's obviously some different campaigns where it is about you, but normally that's kind of when you get to like the, the top echelons and you're booked because of who you are rather than the product that you're trying to market. So for example, um, you know, this week I did a, a big job for Gillette, right? I, I did a Gillette commercial, which was amazing, right? And I said to them, I've cast them 10 years, 10 years, they've said no to me every single year for the last 10 years. So as you can imagine, getting another one through, I sort of rolled my eyes a little bit going like, oh, here we go again. This is just going to be another formality of me sending in a video that's never going to get looked at. But I booked the job. And I asked them, what was it this time that made you book me? And they said, oh, I don't know. You just had the right look for us this time around. I was like, great. <laughs> I, their marketing's changed. They're whatever, whatever. And I, I look like the guy they want to put on their packaging now. So it's like, whatever. So, you know, I get, I get rejected often, but, but I don't take it to heart because I know that I can't do anything about it. Weirdly, if I was acting or presenting, I'd feel more rejected if I got a no, because I know that it's more based on, it's obviously based on how, how you look kind of, but it's also booked on, uh, based on how you, how you perform. And a performance can get better. You know, like you can, you can work harder on your lines. You can work harder on your emotions. You can work, I can't work harder on the, on the way I look. Like it's just the way I look, right? And yes, okay, maybe I could get a different haircut or I could lose some weight, put on some weight, build some muscle, whatever, whatever like the, the change, but ultimately it's, it's still me. Do you know what I mean? So I don't get too, like, too frustrated with that. I think it's been the reason why I've worked for as long as I have, because there's the shelf life on modeling can be quite, quite short. Uh, a lot of people get frustrated with the fact that they, you know, you, you work for like six months and then don't hear from someone for two and then you back on for another three months and it's quite sporadic. Um, but I don't mind it. It's worked really well with my lifestyle for, for, you know, all these years. Um, but in terms of like the rejection piece, I actually, I, I actually find it quite sort of almost like resilience building, you know, uh, and, and I find it just like, yeah, cool, whatever. I wasn't right for the job. Simple as that, you know, and i always think to myself, there'll be another one that comes along. I can say this in hindsight now, though, because I've done it for so many years. The first year or two of me doing it, I used to get so caught up and hung up on the fact that I didn't get jobs. I used to just so and I used to analyze it so much and be like, what haven't I done? Am I like, am I not the right size? Am I, you know, and, it, and that's what fuels this kind of sad but true kind of part of the industry where you know guys and girls that tend to go really skinny or they, they train themselves to an oblivion because they just want to look and, and and be booked for the part but actually nine times out of ten when you work with people and i ask them 
what is it that made you book me? And they're like, it was your personality. It was the, the, the energy and the, the vibe that you brought to the room. You know, we've booked, we, we, we normally, when you rock up, there'll be like 50 other people that look kind of like you. They're about the same height, same sort of color hair, similar build. So you're like, okay, we're basically all fairly carbon copies of each other. It's just about what you bring to the table. And it's that whole that expression of like people by people, right? So if I rock up to the casting and I give them a bit of me rather than just where I look, that's going to probably sell them over the edge than necessarily the, the, the just because I didn't look or, or whatever the part, because they've already got me there because my looks, because they've seen a picture. So you know what I mean? So it's, um, I've just tended to rely on the fact that I bring the energy, I bring the vibe, I bring, you know, I bring me to the table. And then if someone likes it, great. If not, then they're lost. Yeah, no, that's great. Who has been your best mentor and why? Gosh, good question. Um, Who's been my best mentor? It's, it, it's, I'm, I'm gonna, I, I haven't got anyone that comes to mind specifically for like, and I'm thinking more business and stuff, but that's, I think it's not true. My mum's been probably my best mentor because she's been the only person in my life who has always let me make the mistakes that I've made and learn from them rather than telling me not to do them before they've happened. Yeah. But also she's always been there for when I do want to just talk about anything. She never probes me on stuff that I'm, I want to do or like, you know, questions me on it. She just lets me come to her when I need to about anything. And as much as she supports me, I also support her in lots of things. And we're very similar, right? We're quite both quite entrepreneurial minded and, and, and sort of quite just similar outlooks to life. Um, but she's definitely been someone who has helped me become the person I am today, for sure, like in, in more ways than I think I realize um and I don't think she even knows that she's done that but she has so if you're listening mum thanks (laughs) I love that there's many people have um spoken about it their parents and and definitely as an influence position as well and I was talking about my mum the other week actually and it's funny where I was on Adam's podcast back in January mum listened to that and she rang me up and she's like I took notes and I was like notes I was like notes on what and she was like stuff I've got to do around confidence and I was like wow I was like I need my mum on this as as an episode blesser definitely interesting (laughs) talk about um but yeah look thank you so much for that there is so many shares that are wonderful thought-provoking and insightful um so i really value your time thank you how can people connect with you thank you yeah first of all thank you for for inviting me on it's been a pleasure talking to you and i I love this sort of topic of conversation um people can find me probably best places on instagram it's just uh at jack w revel uh you can find me there and i'm usually hanging out and talking to camera a bit too much during the day and sharing silly stupid things that are going on throughout my day so you can catch up on those um or on linkedin uh, a little bit more professional but yeah it's uh on on both those platforms very different platforms but yeah and I'll, i'll watch out for gillette yeah it's, yeah january it's coming out so, uh, <laughs> yeah literally it would be uh I, I look i look about 12 so you you won't you won't miss it I've, when i clean shave it's just like a completely different person <laughs> yeah amazing thank you pleasure thank you for listening to being confident from within i hope you enjoyed today's episode and it inspired you in trusting no matter what happens in any particular situation you'll be able to handle it and learn from the outcome I really love hearing from you, so please leave a review and let me know which part of the episode resonated with you the most. Have an amazing day.